When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Well, if you tuned in to the Tip of the Iceberg podcast yesterday, we told you that we were guaranteed to get Penguins news this week. And here it is. The Penguins have re-signed forward Drew O'Connor to a two-year contract worth $925,000 against the NHL's salary cap. O'Connor was the lone Pittsburgh Penguin this season to file for salary arbitration. He was set for his hearing this Friday, but he and the team, of course, came to a deal before that deadline. It's a good deal for, for Kyle Dubas on the surface. I know that it's hard to really judge a lot of these contracts, a lot of these deals, until you see how they play on the ice, but considering the trajectory that Drew O'Connor has taken in his three years since signing with the Pittsburgh Penguins out of college, it feels like this is a good contract for them. O'Connor is coming off of a career-high season. He still played about 20 games at the AHL level last year, had over a point per game at the AHL, but he set career highs when he played at the NHL level. 46 games played, 5 goals, 6 assists, and 11 points. He also set a career high in hits with 63. So yes, he's taken steps forward year over year, which is exactly what you want to see out of a young player, an undrafted player like Drew O'Connor. He proved that he has an offensive upside in 78 games played over the past three seasons, which is pretty much a full season sample size. He scored eight goals. I would say that going forward, his ceiling is probably somewhere between 10 to 15, right? Especially in recent seasons, he started to show a little bit more that he is going to be able to provide some depth scoring, especially on a Penguins team that is going to sorely need it. He's not a 20-goal guy. He's not a 25-goal guy. 10 to 15 is probably the safe range that you could expect for Drew O'Connor moving forward. He showed some of that offense this summer, too, when he played in the World Championships for Team USA. The important thing, though, even though 8 points in 10 games is nice, the important thing for me, though, is that he played center for Team USA. That just gives him a little bit more clout with Mike Sullivan, because as we all know, Mike Sullivan absolutely loves players that can play multiple positions. 
Drew O'Connor has primarily played the wing when he's been on the Pittsburgh Penguins for his first three seasons. And I'm assuming that he's going to start there as well this season because the Penguins brought in Lars Eller. The Penguins brought in Nola Chari. They still have technically Mikhail Granlin, who we'll get to in a minute. They still have Jeff Carter. They have a lot of players, especially in the bottom six, that can take faceoffs. Something that obviously is very important to Mike Sullivan. And you can add Drew O'Connor to that list. Again, looking at O'Connor's ceiling, 10 to 15 goals, middle six contributor for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now more so third liner, but I would not be surprised that if somebody goes down, knock on wood that that doesn't happen in the top six, that Drew O'Connor gets an opportunity up there. Because he's everything Mike Sullivan loves in a player. He has the foot speed. He forechecks his ass off. He back checks, and he plays physical. He does have that offensive upside, but the other things are what allowed him to break through at a young age, whereas a lot of the other young players on the Pittsburgh Penguins, or at least younger players on the Pittsburgh Penguins, aren't able to really stick at the NHL over the past couple of years. Drew O'Connor has been able to steadily increase his playing time year after year. And that's because he does all the things that Mike Sullivan loves from a player. His physicality is not abrupt, right? He's not going to make that bone-shattering hit that's going to be replayed time after time. He's not going to get the Subway sandwich of the game or the Edgar Snyder and Associates hit of the game. He's not going to make that hit. But more often than not, he is going to lay a body check or two or three during a game and he's going to play every single shift the same exact way. That consistency is important, particularly for somebody playing in a bottom six role on a team where the top six is going to be relied on so heavily for offense that you need consistency out of that bottom six, and they need to be able to just continue the momentum the way the top six left it when they got off the ice. Drew O'Connor is a player that I believe does that. And like I mentioned... He's probably going to be one of the youngest players in this lineup next season. So that doesn't hurt as well. Now, the big question that a lot of people asked immediately after this signing went down because the Penguins and O'Connor avoided salary arbitration. They stayed away from the arbiters table by signing this contract two days before the arbitration case was set to be heard. A lot of people's question then became, well, do they still get the second buyout window? And the answer to that is yes. Because the Pittsburgh Penguins and Drew O'Connor reached what would be considered in this instance a settlement pre-arbitration. And according to the CBA, it says the second buyout window is triggered on the third day after the club's last salary arbitration award or settlement. In this case, it's a settlement. Hence, the Penguins will be awarded with a 48-hour second buyout window beginning on Saturday and running through next Monday. So they're not currently on the clock. But you can set your watches to Saturday and then start the clock between Saturday and Monday for the Penguins to potentially buy out a contract. According to Cap Friendly, the Pittsburgh Penguins are currently 
now with this contract, about $3.1 million over the NHL salary cap, which is allowed at the time because, as we know, in the offseason, you're allowed to go eight or 10% over the NHL salary cap. Obviously, they're still involved in the Eric Carlson conversations. Obviously, they're going to need to get rid of some of that salary. They have 24 roster players right now instead of 23 with that $3.1 million over. So clearly they'll have to send one or two players down to begin with. But when it comes to the buyout window, obviously the number one name that'll come up is Mikhail Granlin. Two years remaining, $5 million remaining on his contract. Do the Pittsburgh Penguins buy out Mikhail Granlin? Another name that nobody really has mentioned because it's been a name that has kind of faded to the background this offseason with all the other rough contracts on the Pittsburgh Penguins and decisions that have been made surrounding the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jan Ruda. That would be another interesting name to me to potentially be bought out. The Pittsburgh Penguins currently have eight NHL defensemen on the NHL roster, according to Cap Friendly, and they're trying to acquire another one. Now, obviously, if they acquire... Eric Carlson, a defenseman's going to go back in that deal. But I think Jan Ruda is an underrated name to watch out for this weekend when it comes to the Penguins' second buyout window. Do I think that he's going to get bought out? No. I think if there's going to be a buyout, it's probably going to be Mikhail Granlin. We went over what the actual award is for a buyout for Mikhail Granlin. The Penguins would be saving over $4 million in cap space this year with a Mikhail Granlin buyout. And then it would be $1.8 million against the cap the following three seasons, meaning that they would save a little over $3 million next year, and then it would cost them $1.8 in dead cap the following two seasons. So there's going to be something else to look out for. Now, is it guaranteed news like we had with the Drew O'Connor thing coming into this week? No, because the Pittsburgh Penguins could simply decide that they don't want to buy anybody out. Kyle Dubas, as I talked about yesterday, could decide... I think I can probably trade Mikhail Granlin. It might not be until after the season begins, but he's always been known for massaging the salary cap. So if the salary cap is your issue, I promise you Kyle Dubas will figure that out. But I think there is a chance that Kyle Dubas decides, I don't want to buy anybody out because I don't want to have to deal with dead cap. And he could just decide that I'll trade Mikhail Granlin at some point this season. Or they'll keep them. I mean, that that's the lowest percent chance that there is of anything. But everything is on the table for the Pittsburgh Penguins when it comes to Mikhail Granlin, including, starting Saturday, a potential buyout. That's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins. Make sure you like, subscribe, share the video, tell your friends, let them know that we are doing some hopefully work that you enjoy over on Inside the Penguins on YouTube, whether it be Penguins to Go, Tip of the Iceberg, the player videos that we get to put out, or you can follow us anywhere you get your podcast from. Again, subscribe. Rate and review, five stars would be very appreciated. Four stars, how about you just you just DM me that on, on, on Instagram or on Twitter or the X or whatever it's called. Mine officially updated today, so I guess I, I got I to gotta start calling it X now that it's officially that on my phone. But regardless, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.